Welcome to Off The Bounce. This is the NBA podcast that you did not know you needed in your life. I'm your host, Kajan, and as always, I'm joined by Viknesh. Hey, hey. And Nissan. What's going on, folks? You know I got your fun fact for today. And did you guys know if a human eye was a digital camera, it would have 576 megapixels? <laughs> wow, our first episode of our second season doing this show, and that's what you come up with. Listen, Kwai laughed. Oh my god. I mean, all these megapixels in our eyes, and you still look like that. Hey, 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 I think he's a good looking guy. Thank you, Rick Nash. I mean, for a wild animal, maybe. <laughs> anyway, let's get on with the show. Yes, it's our second season doing this show. Uh, please, wherever you are, I want you to stand up and start clapping for us. Greatly appreciate it. We're back to back. <laughs> back to back. Um, if you are a new listener, whether you're on Spotify, Google, all that kind of stuff, thank you for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe to the show. Drop a rating on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. And of course, make sure to follow Off The Bounce Pod on Instagram for more fun content from yours truly and the entire team. But let's get into it. We have a lot to talk about, okay? We have a lot to talk oh about. Oh, boy. There's We're a lot. Su- we are on summer break. Tons of stuff oh, happened. Man. Where do we start? We're starting in the six. Um, the Raptors, they won 59 games last year, okay? The most in franchise history. They went ahead, fired their head coach. And traded their star player, arguably their best player, for someone who could be argued the third best player at the very least in the NBA right now in Kawhi Leonard. That's fair to say. So tell me, Viknesh, we'll start with you. Do the Raptors win 59 or more games this season? I think they kind of have to, right? I mean, you did just fire... You just had, did have, sorry, you did just fire the coach of the year after having the best season in franchise history and arguably trading away our best player in franchise history mm-hmm. for franchise altering talent, right? Yeah. If this is not, you know, you going all in on poker, then I don't know what is, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think we're definitely going to have to win 59 games, at least 60 games. I okay, think, okay. I think you're, Rap- saying, you're saying we have to. But I'm asking you, are they going to win 59 or more? Yeah, I think Kawhi Leonard gives you 60 games, at least in the Eastern Conference. So you think the Raptors don't lose more than 12 games? No, right? I think the Raptors are going to be the number one seed with, with a 60-plus win season. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Nisan, what about you? About what do you it, think? About it. I see them hovering around the 60. I think they're actually going to hit the 60 mark as well. I got to agree on wow. that one. I have wow. a lot of faith in them. I mean, you just added, like you said, arguably the third best player. Mm-hmm. Finals best two-way MVP? player, maybe. Best two-way. Finals MVP, right? Defensive player of the year. Two-time DPOI. Potential MVP candidate for this year, which we'll get into a little bit later, to a Raptors squad that's already the best in the East. You know, yeah, we know there's the Celtics and the Philadelphia Sixers. I don't care about them. We have Kawhi Leonard. He almost shut down the Golden State Warriors before his oh, my goodness, me oh my indeed, both of you just so optimistic about the Raptors. Listen, I am a Raptors fan, and hey, this is not hard-hitting journalism. We're allowed to have our biases and pick favorite teams. The Raptors are my favorite team, especially if you're looking at the Eastern Conference. And I'll tell you right now, they're not winning 59 games. They're not winning more than 59 games. The Raptors, at most, are going to win 58 games. This is going to be a really interesting year for them. I think Nick Nurse and this kind of free-flowing style, allowing multiple players to dribble up the court with the ball, it's going to be fun to watch. I think that's engineered for success in the regular season. 
That being said, I think he's really going to manage minutes and play time. And again, barring any injuries, I think he's going to be a little bit more strategic in how he uses those players. And I do not see them. Again, when we're talking 59 wins, the most in franchise history, it's difficult to do. All right? It's very, very difficult to win 60 games in this league. I just don't see them doing it. I think that they will do it because Nick Nurse has come out and said there's no defined starting lineup. I am going to let these players use their minds and play for themselves. There's, they're, not, there's, they're going to have defensive assignments. There's going to be play calling. He's not going to, he said, I'm not going to shove the plays down their throats. We're going to call plays, but the players have been, have gone through training camp. They know about their matchups. They know where they feel comfortable on the court. So he's going to let them kind of dictate that. So pretty much what he's saying is, I'm going to take a young Saiyan and turn him Super Saiyan. Wow. We're going to see a Super Saiyan Raptor squad. This is a young squad who is still deep. We didn't lose depth, right? We did not lose depth. If you think about it, we've made up for DeMar DeRozan and Jakob Pertl by adding Kawhi Leonard, Danny Green, and Greg Monroe. Right? We, think, we, we, are, we are deep. Do you think that Danny Green is going to make a significant impact to this team? Yes, because he is healthy coming into this season. Last season, he was not healthy coming into the season. He was injured. So he was battling the injury bug the entire season. He had a down year. This season, in preseason, he looks great. Don't yep, you guys think? He does. He looks great. Kawhi looks obviously rusty. But Kawhi is Kawhi. And like any other superstar, they will play themselves into game shape and give it a max two weeks. He will be fine. You know, I, I really want to buy into this. And again, the fan in me wants to believe this, but I'm looking at this schedule. And if you factor in a couple of the back-to-backs, if you factor in the three games in five days scenarios and, and just how the s- uh, schedule is structured, while they have, what some may argue, one of the easier schedules of a top-caliber team, just the way it's structured and who they're facing on what days, I can't see them losing less than well sorry i don't i can't see them losing only 12 games or less well here's a fun fact for you nba 2k's annual simulation has the raptors winning a league high 68 games um it took a while because i actually had to find the right sound effect to use there but yeah but cardi b agrees yeah cardi b definitely agrees Listen, at the end of the day, I think it's going to be exciting to see what the Raptors can produce. This is definitely going to bring more attention to Toronto basketball. It already has. It's true. As soon as like Kawhi was traded, we were like we were being covered on every news network yeah, almost you, every day. You got Kevin Hart talking about Kawhi and his famous laugh. Uh, <laughs> That laugh is, <laughs> oh, man. has gone so viral. Over under fifty times we use the Kawhi laugh sound effect in this season of over. over. <laughs> I'm going over over fifty over. times. All right. <laughs> we, got, we got two times in this episode. I love Kawhi. I can't wait to see what he does. I just don't think that the Raptors are going to win more than fifty nine games this year. Uh, let's move on to the next question. Um, the rest of the NBA. Of all of the other teams here, and Nisa, we'll start with you. Which team do you think will be the most surprising in terms of year-over-year success? I think the Phoenix Suns. The Phoenix Suns? The Phoenix Suns. Yes. The, f- 
The, hold on, hold on. Let me just grab a glass of nice Chardonnay. Hold on, <laughs> I'm just feeling a little parched right now. Um, sorry, Nissan, I, I didn't quite hear you there. Which team do you think is going to be the most surprising in terms of year-over-year success? The Phoenix Suns. The Phoenix Suns? You've got to be crazy. No, I'm not. Okay, tell us. Why do you think the Phoenix you Suns? Because you have such a young core. Yes, I know they had the worst record in the league. But they had such a they have such a young core. They just added number one pick DeAndre Ayton. Pair that up with Devin Booker. You have a young. Now I hate to say this, but the comparison of, of them being the young Kobe and Shaq. You know, I feel like they're going to bring that pick and roll back. Barring you know Devin Booker comes back from his injury, we already seen workout videos with him shooting with his left hand. Um, you know his non shooting hand, but still putting in that work. Mm. Mm. This year, I don't. They're not making the playoffs. I'm not saying they're going to make the playoffs, but they will be better this year. So you're saying and a team that didn't make the playoffs last year and will not make the playoffs this year yep. is going to be the most surprising in terms of year-over-year success? I mean, Nissan, they, Nissan, Nissan, you never fail to impress me <laughs> with your intelligence. All right. But go on, continue. Listen, they're going to get better this year. They're not going to end off last in the Western Conference. They're not going to have the worst seed. Okay. But they will be competitive. They will win games. So, yes, they will be successful. And moving forward, they will continue to be successful. Who are you? <laughs> uh, you're definitely a glass half full kind of guy. I like that about you. Um, Dinks, what about you? Who do you think is going to be the most surprising in terms of year over year success? Well, um, I would have to go with the Milwaukee Bucks. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, they've shown that they have the tools for playing great defense even though under Jason Kidd they kind of lacked uh two seasons ago it was great to watch them kind of have Giannis flourish what I think is going to happen is ultimately Mike Budenholzer is now in Milwaukee so what that means is we're going to see a lot more three-pointers taken they have the tools to spread the floor you've lost Jabari Parker so there you and they've added Chris Middleton, who's already like a good shooter under Mike Budenholzer, is going to be an even better shooter. He's going to be a great complimentary piece. We have Brooke Lopez as well, mm-hmm. who's going to be playing in Milwaukee, who's, who, who for all intensive purposes is still a great center. He's a, he's a floor-stretching center. And pretty much they've surrounded Giannis with a bunch of people who can spread the floor. Yep. And they're going to do that. And Giannis is going to obviously... Reign supreme. I think even barring an MVP season, Giannis has improved his game as well. Giannis has shown flashes of a three-point shot in preseason. His stroke in the mid-range looks so much better. He's not just trying to barrel himself to the rim, a la Ben Simmons, a la LeBron, every single time of the floor. Mm-hmm. He, is, he has multiple tools, and I think that, yeah, I don't, know if that, I don't know if that this is the season where they quite break through to the upper echelon of the Eastern Conference, but I think they solidify themselves as Hey, we're gonna be a power for some time to come. Is it echelon or echelon? I think echelon. it's echelon. Echelon. I think it's echelon. Not echelon, dude. Come on, man. That's okay though. I think you should call it echelon from now on. <laughs> I think I should call you echelon from now on. I think you should call me Vic Nash instead of Dinks. <laughs> <laughs> you caught that. You caught that. Um, I like your pick. Here's the thing. You could have you you I love all the points that you brought up. 
all you would have had to say is they got rid of Jason Kidd as the coach. Yeah, yeah. And that's why you believe they're going to have the most year-over-year success. And I would have agreed with you. You would have changed my mind on that too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that alone is argument enough. Um, in terms of what I think, I think it's going to be the Indiana Pacers. I, I think last year, that seven-game series was the coming-out party. I think Victor Oladipo is going to be the man on fire. Denzel Washington just walking with the explosions of the background, just coming towards you, barreling 150 miles per hour. And Miles Turner, 6'11", 240-pound beast, Going into a contract year, you think he's not going to show up to the party? No, no, no. He's, he's coming out to play. So I think the Indiana Pacers are going to be someone that should be feared in the East. I think that they can finish as high as a, a, a third seed in the Eastern Conference. And their regular season, I don't think will be an indicator of what their potential is. I think once they get to the playoffs, they have that extra gear. Because of what happened last year, they have that extra gear that they can turn on. You think they're the uh, Eastern Conference, like, dark horse? If I had to, yeah. You know what? Yeah. yeah. Some, some people are saying Wash, the Washington Wizards are kind of fly under the ra- radar right now. I don't want to. Would you say something so blessed? You're getting all the Stephen A. Smith sound effects. Just don't bring up the Washington Wizards. 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 I can't even say the name. Don't bring up the Wizards on our inaugural show of our second season. That's number one. And if you're going to bring them up, put it in the show notes. Because I don't want to be caught off guard with the garbage time Wizards. Okay? (laughs) Yes, we don't like the Wizards. The Indiana Pacers are definitely a dark horse in the Eastern Conference. And they should be feared. And that's my pick for who will be the most surprising in terms of year-over-year success. I have a question for you. Yep. Miles Turner had a down year last year. Yep. Even though they, you know, hung with LeBron mm-hmm. and the, the Cavs, and then now Miles Turner has this, got this nice four-year, seventy million dollar extension. Do you think Miles Turner is going to show up? Do you think Demontis Sabonis is going to play well, or do you think it's just going to be Victor Oladipo and crew? Again. I think I think with uh, having that, this is what I believe: that off-season together with Oladipo and Sabonis. I think that's what's going to allow him to really find his game. And correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think any extension was signed with him right now. Actually, no, it was, I believe, today or the last last couple days. It was was signed this morning. This morning. Oh, man, Vic Nash with the the, the fire right off the presses. Uh, Because here we go. Uh, Hoops Hype doesn't even have it updated right now. So, okay, news to me. I think, though, the real reason... Why he's going to be better is because he had that full off season with Oladipo and Sabonis. I think he really is going to find out exactly what his role is on that team. And he's going to come out and show what he's worth. Yeah. Originally, I argued that it's because he's going into a contract year. But regardless, I mean, he got paid. So, I mean, he just got paid. You got to show up. Yeah, I'm just going to I'm just going to go back. bag. Now I'm just going to I'm court. just going to rejigger my argument <laughs> and go with the same thesis. That's what I'm going to go with. Um, what I'm going to talk about right now. Yes, I can see. Look, look at Vignesh holding up the phone. I believe you, dude. I believe you. Um, let's move on to our next question. Which player and we'll keep this short. Which player is going to get the most technicals this season? Vignesh, tell me. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. He's going to get the most technicals? I think he's going to get the most technicals. Wow. That, that's, I did not expect that. What do you think, Nissan? To be honest, I was, it was a toss-up for me between Kevin Durant and Draymond Green. 
and DeMarcus Cousins, but because DeMarcus is out for half the year, I'm going with Draymond. Pretty much the Warriors are going to get the most. <laughs> the, entire, the entire Warriors team is probably good. I think Steve Kerr might get the most text as a coach. Yeah, that's quite possible. Throw that in there. What's the over-under for Steve Kerr getting ejected? Uh, I think it's going to be three and a half and definitely over. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the person that gets the most technicals, Lance Stevenson. No way. He got ejected in the preseason. So did Kevin Durant. Yeah, but Kevin's for fouling a, out, yeah, not for a technical. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's totally different. But at the same time, even if it was for a technical, Actually, sorry, Steve Kerrgoff, uh, te- uh, tech yeah, out. So, yeah. but again, yeah. he's not a player. I think it's Lance Stevenson. It's Lance Stevenson. I think Lance Stevenson putting on a show for the Lakers is going to get him a couple tax alone. <laughs> you know, um, let's wrap up the show with a brand new segment. And uh, yeah, this is a new addition to Off the Bounce Pod, a really ceremonial moment. Make sure you follow Off the Bounce Pod on Instagram to see what we're talking about, not just hear what we're talking about. We have a commissioner's notebook, okay? This ain't some Chinatown thing. This is an official NBA notebook. And with this notebook, it means that I am the unofficial commissioner of the Off the Bounce pod. Didn't you buy that at the NBA store? It, it was definitely... The official NBA the store. The official NBA store in, in New, New York. In New York, all right? Let's, yeah. Let's make that clear for our listeners and for you. You know, mm. sounds a little... We're not uh, playing around. Yeah, we're not, we're not playing oh, around. Sorry. Yeah. All right. No, no, no. All right. This ain't no basement production. We got, sure. we got the second floor of the house. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to be... Using this to catalog our picks for the season and any other hot takes that we might have. Pretty much, we're going to hold all of Nissan and his hot takes accountable. Yes, we're going to hold his feet to the fire. So what we're going to start off with is we're going to quickly go through the MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, a couple of these things, write them down, and share these picks with you guys. And again, just uh, having a little fun with our picks, you know, a little bit, a little bit of receipts on our end. So let's start off with MVP of the Year. MVP of the season. Viknesh, who do you think is going to be the MVP for the 2018-2019 NBA season? My pick is Giannis Anadankupo. Going with the Greek freak. The okay. Greek freak. I'm okay. telling you. I'm telling you. He's going, he's, he was already so crucial to their success. His game has evolved. I think he just. I think he, he, I think he went into meditation, into the hyperbolic time chamber with Kobe Bryant over the summer. And I think he's just going to be full greek mamba all right what about you nisan i hate to say this but it's going to be lebron james you know what you know what i can't even argue that because i've been i've been thinking about that and i'm like lebron just looks like he's back to being this is that 18 year old this is the hardest pick for any of the awards for mvp because it's a toss-up between a lot of players and it's really up for grabs yeah and lebron james i feel like just you know inches them out you know you know, the talks between AD, the Greek free, Kawhi Leonard even, um, you know, Westbrook, all those guys in Harden. I think LeBron just inches them out hey, no, a no, little no, bit. No, 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 listen, zip it. I'm talking. I'll let you talk. We're trying to go a little quicker here. So keep your mouth shut. Respect <laughs> your peers here. And let's keep it moving. All right. LeBron I'm gonna James go, my pick. I'm going to go with LeBron James as well. I'm ashamed that you Hold up. as well. I cannot stand these Lakers fans right now. <laughs> shut it. Um... I picked LeBron James because at the end of the day, he's going to really change. He's going to get them into the playoffs, and I think he's going to get them to a really high seed, and I think his performance is going to carry him to an MVP. Let's move on to the next question. Defensive player of the year. Vic Nash, who's it for you? Ooh, DPOY. I think I'm going to have to stick with Rudy Gobert because I think 
you know, he's already now he's established himself as that defensive presence. And I think the already solid Utah Jazz as a defensive team are just going to are are probably going to take another step higher. And he's going to anchor that defense. Going back to back. Yeah, I think I think he goes back to back. Okay, Nissan, what about you? Kawhi Leonard. We're going to see the Kawhi Leonard back. Wow. Like I said, 60 wins, maybe more for Raptors. Kawhi Leonard is taking that trophy back home. I'm going to go with Victor Oladipo. You think Victor Oladipo? Wow. Whoa. Whoa. Wow. Please, please explain your choice of Victor Oladipo. Wow. I am betting on a crazy underdog. Yes, I know. But I think that he's been in the lab this offseason, and he's going to transition into one of the best two-way players in this league. We saw flashes of it in the playoffs, and I think this year he cements himself as a defensive presence and takes this trophy. Let's move on to the next question. While I'm trying to contain this cough. Oh, God. Okay, I'm sorry for coughing in your ears, folks. Um, Can you tell it's a live show? Rookie of the year. Viknesh, who's it for you? Ooh. I, I, I think there's no way you can go around this. The only one that looks like he might be transcendent out of all the rookies right now, Luka Doncic. Okay, okay, okay. The Dallas Mavericks. What about you, Nissan? I have to agree with you on that one. He's the most well-rounded, um, you know, ready, NBA-ready player right now. Is he, just, he, just, he, he just looks like he knows the court. He sees, he has vision. He can pass, he can shoot can it. Can I throw a curveball? It might be Ben Simmons, just saying. <laughs> Get out of here. All right. Um, I actually wrote down Luka Doncic, but I'm changing it because both of you picked him. I'm going with Trey Young. Um, you think Trey Young is yeah, going to... He I just think- hit a half-court game winner in preseason, and that's enough for me, folks. I think he's going to be the rookie of the year. <laughs> um, let's move on to the next question. Most improved player. Viknesh, who do you think it's going to be? I'm going with Mr. Ice in his veins. D'Angelo Russell what? Wow. Brooklyn Nets. What? Oh, okay. Because D'Angelo has all the tools to be a great player. He's had a solid season last season with the Brooklyn Nets. I think he takes his game up just another level and becomes that Victor Oladipo type story that we've all been waiting for. And I think that you kind of realize that, you know, maybe his maybe his fate was a little bit you know, maybe he was given the short end of the stick in, in Los Angeles. So you're saying the Brooklyn Nets are going to win one more game this season? That, that's, I'm taking over the over <laughs> on that, yeah. But they're not going to rook us. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Uh, Nissan, what do you think? Brandon Ingram, he's going to have his breakout year this year. And everyone, oh. everyone's saying it, and I'm saying it too. Well, LeBron said he got next. He's got next. Okay, okay. Um. I think it's going to be a Laker that wins most improved player. Ooh, but what's I, up with you Laker fans? Um, I'm just letting you know, it's going to be Lonzo Ball. I think that he's been working on his shot. Okay. I think that LeBron is going to unlock his potential as a point guard and really make him one of the most sought-after players this season. Interesting. And then Moving maybe, on to the next question. Oh. No, Nissan. <laughs> no, you don't, get, you don't get to talk more. All right. Eastern Conference champ, Vinks. Who do you got? Oh, man. <laughs> oh. Oh, no. Don't I'm say nervous it. and I'm excited. Just say it. Who's winning the I, Eastern Conference? I'm knocking on wood, making sure there's no black cats. The Toronto Raptors. Oh, my God. You really believe it's going to be Toronto Raptors? I believe. It's over. It's over. 
The North remembers. All right. What about you, Nisa? Who do you got? Can I hop in the same car with you? Because I'm riding the wave. It's, it's going to be the Toronto Raptors. I wow. like it. Wow. Okay. I appreciate that. But you know what? As much of a fan as I am, I'm going to call it like I see it. I think it's going to be the Boston Celtics. Boston Celtics are going to be your Eastern Hold up. Conference champions. Hold up. You've just lost your Canadian citizenship. Go, go back to America. <laughs> what? What? That's right. Yeah. You lost it. We're taking it away from you. Yep. That's possible? Yeah. Yep. On the show? Yeah, it is. Yeah, on this show? Yep. You're gone. All right. Um, all right. Cool. Uh, let me just finish off the segment, though. All right. Cool. Western Conference champion. Who do you got? Ooh. Hold on. Can we have, have a better question? Who's going to be the runner-up? No. <laughs> no. Let's just... Come on. Golden State. Come on. Golden State. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Nish, you want to tell Nissan that he's not the host of the show? Like hey, Nissan, you're not the host uh, of the I show. I apologize. It, it's Golden State, though. Just coming in with Washington Wizards and then now coming up with ideas. Stop <laughs> it. Just knock it off. <laughs> you think it's Golden State? Golden State. Golden State, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think we all have the same thing. It's going to be the Golden State but, but, but like, let's They have this. five all-stars for their starting lineup. Come on. Like, who, who do you think would be this, the runner-up? No, I'm not answering the question because that gives him validity in what he did. And I don't <laughs> believe in that. So we're not answering that question, but I'll probably mention it on the next episode. Who is winning the finals? If I got, I got Raptors. I got, I got, I've got the Golden State Warriors. Um, do I speak with my mind or do I speak with my heart? <laughs> <laughs> that is the real question right now. Uh, What's it going to be? I think Kawhi guards Steph, KD, Clay, Draymond, and DeMarcus Cousins, and we magically pull off a, <laughs> a seven-game series against the Warriors. I'm oh kidding. I God. think Golden State goes for the third rig. What about you, Nisa? Yeah, I got to agree. They're three-peating this year. Couple of hot takes, but I won't. I'll save for another episode. But yeah, they're gonna- yeah, I got the same pick here, only because you know this might be the last time the entire band stays together, uh, with rumors of Clay leaving and Durant going. Oh. I, I just think that yeah, they they win the three peat, and then everyone kind of goes on their merry way. Um, but let's talk about the most talked about the award, the most important award, the most important trophy, six man of the year. Is that really the important award? Oh yeah. Did you just forget it? Yeah, possibly. Okay. Vignesh, who do you think wins sixth man of the year? Um, Tyreek Evans of the Indiana Pacers. You don't think he's going to be starting? No, I think, I, think he, I think by being in Memphis last year, made it and averaging 19 points a game off the bench kind of helped him. And I think that he's found his role as a strong sixth man now rather than a starting two guard. I think because we, we already have Victor Oladipo as yeah. a starting two guard slash point guard like why do you want two primary ball handlers right on, on your team that's not going to work we've we've seen that already right that's a that's a tough place to be in so i think he's he, i think he segments his place off the bench okay nisan what do you think i think we got to give it back to jamal crawford of right. the phoenix suns now? the original six man like you might as well name the award after him he's the og six man yeah yeah i'm gonna go with Jonas valanciunas what? You think Jonas? <laughs> I think he just starts coming off the bench. I think he tears it up. And I think he wins the award. You're joking, right? You're joking. I'm aiming for the fences. That's what I'm doing. All right. 
Thank you for listening to Off The Bounce. Again, it's our second season and we're excited to have you. Make sure to subscribe to the show and leave your review on the iTunes Store, Google Play Store, or Spotify. Spotify, yeah. Just recommend it we're to your friends. We're on Stitcher too. We're on Stitcher too. And SoundCloud. Man, one year, one off season. Look how much we've come up. Make sure to tell your friends about us. And if you have any questions, if you want to interact with us, again, Off The Bounce Pod on Instagram and Twitter. We'll see you guys next time. Peace, peace. See you later, folks.